But so we were digressing. So who wants to talk about who wants to start? I'll start the education. Because yeah. when I tell you I've been ready to give up the ghost for so long. <laughs> because okay, so in the, like after GCSEs, yeah, I got my grades. I got what was it like three A star, seven A's, roughly Ooh. around that. So then I went to sixth form grammar school whatever and like, it was all right like we were struck because the thing is when you do your first I remember the first mock we ever did in sixth form I want to tell you how humbled I was <laughs> yeah it really humbles you mm. you come from like I was always like I've never before that I've never gotten a grade that wasn't an A so when I saw my like I remember my first biology paper we done and I was walking with, it was me, Katura, I think Sabira and Saisha. And we were just walking. I was just, like, I was just thinking of my, that, the, what I got. And I was thinking, am I a ticket? I was so, I was so distraught. Yeah. Worse, is that that witch of a teacher, she yeah. read out her exams. She read out her exams. <laughs> I was never going to do that <laughs> she read out our paper from top to bottom which made it even worse so people so people would automatically know like the ranking oh, yeah. I, got humbled. I got humbled oh my lord and that's not even talking about chemistry which is a different demon in and of itself mm. yeah like and then AS came oh RS, I did fine. Although I was disappointed that I didn't get enough to get an A star prediction, I still got an A, so like that's fine. Biology, I didn't really try it as hard as I could, so like I got a B, which like yeah, that's all right compared to the effort I put in. That was all right, even though I really wanted an A. Chemistry and physics, yikes, <laughs> yikes! Like I've never, like, I can remember when I opened my paper. And like you know what was so funny? My mum was supposed to go to Nigeria the day after results day, and like I just I was crying so much. Like I literally I got in the car. I was like I don't understand. I don't like I literally that's the only thing I kept on saying the whole mm. like, ride home. My mum was like, "Do you not want me to go to Nigeria?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you can go. You can. like I was so so distraught. Like it's the first time in my life. Mm. I've ever gotten a grade that I wasn't proud of, or a grade that wasn't an A. Yeah. So, like, I just didn't know what to do with myself. Like, I feel like I just wanted the ground to open and swallow me up. Like, that's genuinely how I felt. Yeah. And then I just had, like, the whole summer to just sulk and, like, kind of come up with, like, a game plan, like, what I'm going to do in September, when September, how am I going to get my grades all better? And our school, the school was even worse because they really shaped us with the predictions as well because they didn't tell us that our AS grades will be exactly what they use for our predictions. So I thought, okay, maybe they'll give me a grade up. If they give me a grade up, I can live with that. I can work with that. But they're like, no, the exact grade you got for AS is what will be a prediction. I was like, yeah. So then I, I went to all my teachers are like literally begging them if they could increase my grade. But like literally just one grade. That's all I wanted. Just one grade up. I could work with that. And they were like, no, no. No, no. I was thinking, you're all bastards. Yeah. Every single one of you people. So that was that. I was very, 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 very upset. But by God's grace, I know. I just, re like when I tell you, 
the way I studied, I've never studied like that. And I will never study like that again. Because that was <laughs> I was doing 10 hour revisit revision sessions really? every single day. Every single day. Wow. What I told you, what I told you, me, the way you felt on AS results day, you can never feel that kind of shame again. Mm. Mm. I'd actually rather die than feel that kind of shame that I felt on <laughs> AS results day. That was my motivation. Yeah. Mm. Every single free period I had, I was revising. As soon as I finished school, I'll go to the library. Library closed at 10. I would stay there till like nine. My mom would pick me up from the station. I'll go home, revise for a little bit, go to bed. That was literally every single day. Mm. So when actual A levels came, when I tell you, mental health went film. <laughs> like <laughs> times. But we thank God I got my grades and then I took my gap year and now I'm doing medicine at St. Andrews. <gasps> we love to see it. It was a struggle and a half. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> As in St Andrews is what like the one of the top schools yeah. in the UK. Yeah, UK. Yeah. Fam, I was about to... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's actually so good. At least that's something to be proud of, man. Yeah, exactly. Like all the struggle was worth it at the end. Yeah. yeah. So Most definitely. Who wants to go next? I think Katura should. I'll go next. But let me, guys, I'm going to have to bring you back, though. I'm going to have to bring you back before A-levels. We're going to have to go all the way back to primary school. Because ah. <laughs> <laughs> in primary school, we are listen, 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 listen. Okay. We actually, we actually, we just go all the way back. In, in primary school, I was never one of the smart kids. I was always on, you know, dumbest table, second dumbest table never smart struggled with absolutely i mean like my english was okay but my maths terrible terrible got into um tried to get into a, a grammar school obviously flopped my 11 plus what did you expect a week before that flop went to um a secondary school 13 plus my teacher told me my head of year told me you're never going to get into a grammar school, so you might as well just stay here. I was like, wow. Hmm. <laughs> come, and, come, and, come and see support, yeah? Come and see support. Now, basically, skip all the way to GCSEs now. I had moved out of that initial school where my head teacher said that, and I'd moved to, I mean, you guys already know, Grace Convent. I mean, let's not even try and hide the school now. Um, <laughs> moved to Grace Convent. And um, that was the first time that I had thoughts that I could do well. Like, obviously there was some enemy of progress teachers there. My science teacher was oh. the biggest enemy of progress I have ever met in my entire life. I she tried to make me do foundation. God said, not today, not today. So obviously I ended up doing my higher. I did okay. Now on results day, yeah. Uh, I feel like I've always had really high expectations. Like I never produced the results, right? <laughs> so results they came. Felt that. I felt that. I I I it got to results day and yeah. Got to results day. I got six A's, two B's, three C's, which I guess in hindsight isn't that bad, but like 
coming from someone that wanted just A's and A stars, I was actually, I was when I tell you I was bullied, Christine, Christine can come and vouch for this. Christine apparently saw me on the train on that day. I didn't know Christine at this time, and she saw me crying my eyes out. Oh my like, God. I. Christine, you're muted. Wait, can you guys hear Christine? No. What? Sorry. I can hear you. Oh, I was wondering what we were waiting for. <laughs> no, no, it's because I couldn't hear her. Sorry, I keep on forgetting. But yeah, I was just like, oh yeah, I remember that day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was very bad. I was literally bullying my eyes out. Even when I went to South End Girls, because I had applied to South End Girls as well, right? And I'd gotten accepted, yeah? And even though I had gotten accepted into that school, the woman was telling me, oh, congratulations, you got into the school. And I... Like, as in right in front of the admissions lady. And the admissions lady was saying, but why are you crying? You got accepted. And I was bought, like, I was absolutely distraught. Anyways, I've come now. Obviously, I didn't go to Southland Girls for um, sixth form. I went to the boys' school. Um, and you guys you guys know that my that my experience in that school, yes, in terms of academics, lovely. again, was a flop. Like, like it was a flop. I, I started off doing biology, chemistry, RS, and psychology. RS and psychology was always okay for me. Um, biology and chemistry, I struggled immensely. Did my ASs completely flopped in it? It was one of them things where I struggled so much throughout the actually not with biology, with chemistry. I struggled so much throughout the year in chemistry that when the results came and I saw my grades, I looked at it and I said, you know what? I'm not even surprised. Looked at my biology results, however, and I was a bit confused because can't lie, I was actually doing okay throughout the year. Like I wasn't getting the grades that I wanted. I was like you know, a B isn't a bad grade, you got what I'm saying? So, like, I was doing okay. Come results day and I see an E, I was like, right, so obviously I'm just an idiot. Like, clearly at this point, I'm very stupid because now, like I said to you guys, my GCSEs, I felt like a failure. I've always been not very smart in primary school. It's like I always have higher expectations, but I never, ever produce the results. So at this point now, I'm... You just need to accept that you're just a dumb B. Like, you're just dumb. Like, I was like, okay, you're actually just stupid. Like, at this point, you just need to accept it. Now, the school that we go to, if you don't get a D or above in those subjects, you can't continue them on. So what happened to me is that I was allowed to continue with RS and psychology because, you know, I did well in them. And then... um, to continue with biology and chemistry so what ended up happening is that I was made to do an EPQ and I did um I did what's it called English literature now I was I was literally having anxiety for the whole summer before I started English literature because in my head I haven't done this since GCSE I don't know how I'm gonna do this gotten into my head that I'm a very stupid person basically Mm. and I did it and I did well in my AS English literature which I ended up doing in year 13 obviously because as I said I picked it up in year 13 um and I did very well in that English literature 
but then I needed to finish the second year. Now the problem was school was not the English it shut in the school. I had called every single thing called Palmer's, Havering, Barker. I had called all the colleges. Them were saying no, you can't finish this A level at our college. You have to be, you have to basically be um what 18 when you do it. You're gonna be turning 19. Like, no, 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 no. I was I getting no's left, sense. right, and center. It was awful for me. I didn't I didn't even know if I was gonna be able to finish my A level education. I to redo sixth form and start again, like it was the worst time ever thank god i found westminster kingsway college now westminster kingsway college they do intensives you do the two years in one year i did that for english of all these schools she's not there anymore technically um, i don't care i'm not there anymore I don't, I don't care went to westminster kingsway and um basically i did the english literature intensive and i did the history intensive I did well throughout the years. Mocks, I mean, throughout the year, I mean, mocks wasn't great, mainly because I put a lot more energy into my LNAT than my mocks. And then, see, COVID came. Oh, so as yeah. you can imagine, I was like, here comes education in the face yet again. So I did not get to do my A-level result like i didn't get to do my a-level english it show exam or my history one but i just like to thank god because i still got into my insurance i didn't get my firm which is fine but i got my insurance i get to do law and yeah i mean listen all i'm gonna say guys is that initially when i was well, doing biogen chemistry that i was gonna do medicine right I was yeah. going to do medicine. And I then, feel like that's how, I changed that's how majority of the people in, like everyone in, that we know wanted to do medicine. Everybody wanted to do biology, chemistry, maths and psychology. Okay. Yeah. Biology, chemistry and psychology. That's yeah. what everybody did. Literally. It's, it's weird because, what's it called? I don't know if I told you, but in year 11, I once did a um, summer school in Cambridge with... Um, some company and um, in that company they were supposed to give us um, mentors and I was meant to get a medical mentor because at the time I was trying to do medicine however the woman accidentally made me a mistake she made a mistake and I ended up with law mentors oh wow I was like yeah what the hell like why am I why am I given law mentors when I'm going to do medicine so when I had flopped my ASs and I ended up not doing medicine and I ended up deciding to do law bearing in mind it took me a long time to get back to law I was going between several subjects psychology journalism blah 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 but when I eventually settled at law I was like this is actually mad because when I wanted to do medicine, I was given law mentors. Do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah. it was very, very much full circle type of thing. And then again, with like even the uni that I'm going to now, from year 11, this is the uni I wanted to go to. The uni that I, that is my insurance is the uni that I've always wanted to go to from year 11, right? But then when I got the offer from Durham, I was like, oh my God, I got an offer from Durham. I can't believe it. Da, 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 da. Like, yeah. this is amazing opportunity. I'm going to affirm it. 
So I affirmed that instead of my uni now. Well, now you you now. that in the, the name of yeah, Bristol, right? Bristol, yeah. <laughs> um, I I affirmed that instead of like Bristol, and then I've ended up at Bristol. So like I'm telling Humble you, like Apple. I've literally education for me has been up down up down up down yeah, like moving right. schools in secondary school because I wasn't even allowed to do triple in my first school like education has been beating me to the pulp like mm-hmm. literally beating me left right and center but we finally made it finally we give God all the glory finally it's been a struggle a struggle Oh, I feel like Guys, everyone, everyone has had a, a particular, like a struggle when it comes to education, and I feel like the main reason why we're saying all of this is just though because I feel like there's someone that can relate to you, hundred percent. hundred percent. And it's not over. If you think it's over, it's oh, not it's over because something will always over. come and you'll be like, oh, no, this must have been God's plan. And I'm telling you guys, I was meant to do medicine, but I was given a law mentor. And now I'm sitting here Again. in 2020 doing law. When yeah. I tell you God has a plan for you, listen. Yeah. 100%. Listen. As I'm sitting here talking right now, I didn't even get the grades that I should have gotten to get into Bristol law. Mm. But I'm going to Bristol to do law. Guys. And that was like your original choice. Like that was the uni actually. And it was my initial it was my initial uni that I wanted to go to. I'm telling you, think full circle. Even when you think that you've hit rock bottom, when you think you've hit rock bottom, God says, Nope, get back Mm. up get back up we're not done yeah with you like yeah it's really sometimes you'll feel like oh it's over but no it's really not it's really not there's always a plan there's always another plan there's always a route christine what about you do you want to talk about your uh i don't even know where to start Literally, education has just been one big ball of anxiety. Mm. That's it. That's where I learned anxiety from. (laughs) When I started primary school, like in the UK, like I didn't really think about my education like that, obviously, because I'm just a kid. So I was just enjoying myself. I was enjoying life. That's how it should be, fam. Yeah, I was having so much fun. Like I didn't even care about which table I was on, like, the dumb table the smart table like i didn't even notice stuff like that mm. i was just enjoying life i'll just come home like be watching disney channel do my <laughs> homework and then i'm done and that's it but then um i went to nigeria and i was like the dumbest kid there last <laughs> in started. nigeria are so intelligent but it's because they started early like all the things i was i went to nigeria like in year six and all of them, they started stuff that you would have learned in secondary school. Yeah. So I didn't yeah. know anything. Except for, like, English. Like, I was good in English lit. And that was the only thing that I would, like, I did well in. Everything else, I was getting, like, 2%. I was doing so badly. Really? Yeah. And all the other kids would just make fun of me because I was doing so badly. And then that's when I started to put pressure on myself. Since primary school, I started to put, like, pressure on myself to do well and to get like mm. good scores and everything because I, I don't know I feel as if the school I'm not sure if it's the school or maybe the people they just made us it made it it felt like your worth is based on your grades 
if you get me yeah 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 it felt like that because like if you weren't smart like even um treat you differently as well like the teachers were only nice to the smart kids that's um, how it nice that's kids. literally how it is in all schools now like i mean they're trying to change yeah. it but... like the teachers are normally just nicer to the smarter kids but when like there's a kid that's not that smart yeah you can tell like the difference in tone which can actually affect you so like growing like throughout primary to secondary, like I started to put pressure on myself and I did what and I guess I would have said the pressure was working, but I wish I didn't have to use that pressure on myself to do well because I didn't realise but it was actually affecting my own mental health. Yeah. Because yeah as like I'm con- yeah, I was just getting anxiety, I was always anxious, like I was scared that I was going to fail and blah A levels I felt as if, like, I know that it was a lot of pressure, but at the same time, I felt as if, like, the anxiety I felt in secondary school was more. Maybe because it was a different environment. Like, if I did A-levels in... Maybe because I'm already used to that level of pressure. Because in secondary school in Nigeria, it felt like, oh, if you don't do well, it's the end of the world. And that's how it felt like in A-levels. So maybe I was just used to that kind of pressure so mm. like mm. i was just like oh okay i've been through this before so i didn't really take it seriously like if i had an exam i'll like read the day before like i wouldn't read properly which really um hurt me at the end of the day because i sh- if i took it more seriously i don't know maybe i would have done better but my final result it was okay because my parents like i was crying on my final results and then i told my dad what i got my dad was like my dad hissed and went back to bed (laughs) (laughs) he was like what why even my mom was like my mom still hugged me but my dad literally just looked me up and down and went back to bed the way i was crying he thought that i got like all used or something like that and there was no way i was going to go uni and then he was just like it's not even that big of a deal. You're still going to go uni, blah, 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 blah. But it's like, you know, when you set, like, specific expectations for yourself? Yeah. You know, you just like, mm. But at the end of the day, once I finished crying and everything, I just had, like, this all of a sudden peace. Like, I just felt relaxed. Yeah. Like, for, like, the first time in a long time. My parents were like, oh, you didn't even do that badly. Like, you can even get your thing remarked and you'll probably get a higher grade and do what you want to do. And, yeah, they were right. I actually wish I did get remarked because I wanted to see if I would get a higher grade because I most likely could have gotten a higher grade. But at the same time, I was just like, let's not do that. Like, I'm finally okay. Like, I'm not... I don't feel anxious, like, I'm not pressurising myself. I feel as if, at the end of the day, with, like, education, you have to put your mental health first, like, before this whole grading thing. Like, if your mental health isn't up to par, then it's going to really affect you, especially when you go to uni. And that's the thing, another thing with the uni thing, like, if it's okay, if it's possible for people to not go to uni straight away, if there's, like, something else they can do, like, a year gap i if it's like for your mental health i feel as if like it'll be okay like um they normally teach us that oh as soon as a levels is done you have yeah. to go straight to uni but if you can like find like maybe work experience or traveling or something else in exchange of just going to uni yeah. straight away or like your mental health i feel as if that's better like at least you have a year a break from education because it's straight from primary to secondary straight from secondary to a levels straight from a levels to uni and some people go straight from uni to masters so majority of our lives is just based on education Mm -hmm. there's never a break and then there's just a built up pressure and the built up 
of anxiety that continues like throughout your whole life so i feel as if a break is sometimes necessary if it's something like for you and if something you you can handle yeah as what i said is that god's plan is the only plan i need so it's not always my plan that's going to be the plan that is you know yeah that's good for me basically you know what i think also that schools should do i feel like um gcse's need i mean it was my school that only basically grace convent they only started their gcse's in year 10 or let's mm. call it the last term of year nine. So like after we've picked our options, after we've gotten like what we're like pathways and or we're on and everything, that's when we were able to like start our GCSEs. And that was in year, um, basically in year 10. Whereas other schools, they got to start theirs in year, in year nine. So they picked their options in year eight, started in year nine and did like GCSE over the course of three years, which I think- oh, my school did that. I feel like that's the best way. And then also with A levels, I think that should have been three years too because the, the content is too much. And it's, it's too much. Most people are doing four A levels and they're telling you to do all four within that. It's not even two years. time. And A levels is the one that determines yeah, exactly. whether you're going to uni or not. So we need more time for that compared to um, GCSEs. Like, that's what I think. I feel like the they've just condensed it too much into like a really short time like, and it really it makes an um well sorry about the dog <laughs> did you hear that <laughs> but yeah i think it um plays an impact on people's mental health and anxiety it's but, so um, bad yeah. and depression depression anxiety um what's um imposter syndrome like fam it's too much and it's it'll be really bad if you carry that on uni because uni it's not even the education in uni that's like how do you say it it's not the education it's part everything. that's hard it's just living, the living like your, part that's you're hard. living on your own you're socializing yeah. with new people you're going through education like mm-hmm. it's literally everything is pushed in you're pushed into the end like a levels you come home at least you're coming yeah. home to your family uni if you're having a bad day you're coming home oh. to an empty room and then when your fridge is empty you're the <laughs> yeah. last oh my day oh. when you're yeah. hungry i used to have sleep for dinner i used to have i was like i lost a lot of weight in uni like my mom facetimed me one time she was like why do you look like that i was like how do i look she was like your face looks so skinny and in my entire life my face has never been skinny my face has always been chubby she said that like because my cheekbones were sticking out like so much because of how much weight i lost it was so bad the food situation <laughs> when you don't have food there's no advice at home you just have sleep you sleep for dinner have water for breakfast oh, oh my gosh but yeah it can actually take a toll on you because you have that you're thinking about money how to handle all your finances meeting new people paying your rent it's just like they just throw you into adult yeah basically no guidance or nothing just drop you there and they leave you they drop you in the deep end and expect you to swim Um, or something but what about you aluchi how's academics been for you um 
is actually similar to you, Katora, in the sense that I've always been in like the middle sets. Like I've never been so intelligent. I've yeah. never been at the bottom set. But um, it's always been like that throughout my life. Even at secondary school, I was in second set, second set, second set. Yeah. But um, yeah, GCSE didn't go to plan for me. Like I didn't get the what I was predicted. And um, I wanted to do biology, chemistry, maths, and psychology. And I wanted to do medicine. Like my plan was in year nine, I created this whole timeline for myself that I was supposed to follow. And as soon as I got to GCSE, everybody, everything just broke apart. I was like, right, so what am I supposed to do with my life? Um, so yeah, um, then I went to sixth form and I went to a very fast sixth form because I didn't want anybody to know what subject I was doing. I didn't want anybody to ask me, oh, what grades did you get at GCSE? I just didn't, I wanted like a fresh start. So I went where I didn't know anybody, Yeah, literally. And then um, I remember at the beginning of the, um, like in September, October time, like my, like my head of year could see that I was just so depressed because I was trying to find a way for me to do medicine with the subjects that I was doing. And like, they weren't like the, my, my um, sixth form wasn't allowing me to do biology, which is what I needed to do. And they were saying that, yeah, no, you can't do that. You can't do that. Don't worry. The subject that you're doing now is going to be great. You can still do medicine. You can do medicine in foundation year and it'll be all, it'll all be great. Don't worry. I was like, okay, cool. So when I came to the, to the school, I started researching. And I realized that they lied to me, like that wasn't the case. Um, so I was so depressed. I kept on looking, calling unis, asking them if this is going to work out for me and everything. Like, I just kept on bouncing between, like, what subjects I wanted to do. So at first, medicine with foundation year. Second was um, biomedical science. And then, uh, then I was deciding to do psychology. And then I ended up doing um, radiography. Um, so, but the way this whole thing planned, like, like started out was so terrible. And because I was always just used to getting like bad news when it comes to like my, my grades and stuff, I was so hesitant in applying to uni. Like I kept on, um, like everybody was doing their personal statement, finishing it on time, doing it, doing all of these things. I was there still in December, haven't done my personal statement. Christmas holiday was coming around and I still, like, I still had to do it. And then my, yeah. um, my head of year and like all the people that are to do with UCAS and everything were getting on to me saying that, why haven't you done this? Why haven't you done this? And in the back of my mind, I was just like, I really don't want to just face another rejection in my face when it comes to uni. So I was just so like very, very hesitant to do so. But then at the end of the day, I just applied. Um, and then when I got, when it was results day last year and I got into Cardiff, I was so happy because that was like the first time in forever, not even in forever, ever that I got like good grades and that, well, I got, I was I was proud of something basically because every time 
it was like to do with like results day or grades or anything I was just so upset yeah and yeah but that was my experience mm. because education just made me oh I can just I, I every time I think about it it makes me want to cry because of how stressful and how much anxiety I went through and the pressure that like my parents put on me that I don't think they realized at the time they yeah. I remember um, with GCSC I didn't want to come home I was like, oh my gosh, like they're gonna be so upset with me. This whole thing about you need to get A stars, or if you come home with an A, they'll be like, where's the star? Exactly. No, I can't lie. It's been a struggle. Yeah, the biggest part of um, uni is just juggling life and education yeah. at the same time. That's, like, the only hurdle that you have to go through. Mm. But I feel like anyone listening to this, you should really listen to these stories, yeah, because everyone went through a lot of things, but look at them now. Yeah. Look at them true. now. Nobody here mm. took the easy way to get to where they are now no, Life isn't like easy. everybody thought that there's a traditional way of going and there to, is none we all took like, there's yeah. yeah like i feel as if just don't compare yourself Any. to other people not because oh she went through that way i have to go through that way or he went through that way i have to go through that way it's different for everybody like your own path is not the same as somebody else's so even if it takes you a mm-hmm. bit longer or if you end up doing something earlier like your path is literally not the yeah. same like you can end up on like at the same stage as that person but you different take a route, yeah. different route so don't ever like think down on yourself because oh this person is doing this but here I am and I have to do this I and that. I feel like the most problem the, the most problem the um the problem that everyone faces is is comparison and um, what's it called yeah. like it the stigma yeah. the stigma behind a lot of things yeah, and this, like yeah. some people don't like taking gap years I know African parents they exactly. despise gap years my mum was the opposite really you're lucky. no but the thing you're is lucky. because I originally had an offer to go to oh, what's the name of the uni it's near Leeds York no York it's not as good Newcastle no it's not as good Okay, I don't know any other uni in the, really? that area. Really? Lancaster? Bradford, that's it. I don't know where Lancaster Bradford? Oh. Isn't that really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, had a, I was going to go to Bradford, but I really, really, really hated it. Didn't I really, it. really hated it. So yeah. when, I was, when it was results day, I was like, call them now, tell them you're not coming, tell them you're not coming. <laughs> and like, strong on Yeah, me. but that's because you got really good grades on results day, though. So then she yeah. knew for sure. Yeah. Like, strong on me. Yeah. That you're going to go to mm-hmm. a good uni if you take a gap year. Because, like, a like, lot of other people, like, when there's not yeah. that certainty, they won't let you do it. But I feel as if we should get rid it's of that because a gap year can actually help. Well, you know the reason why the reason why African parents have that is because they've been told. So when they came to this country, they said that their children must go to school, they must go to primary school, they must go to secondary school, they must do A levels, 
then they must mm -hmm. go straight to university, do masters, PhD, and then, then get, get married. As a parent, but if they don't do that, then that's when they have now they're scared. They're like, So everything I have done has been for nothing. All of the, like, yeah. And when all them aunties and uncles are, like, oh, so what uni did you get into? And you're like, oh, I, I took a gap. Yeah. Like, What's the reason for that? Like, why do you need the gap? No, yeah. It's just the and you've got those aunties and uncles that there. come into come come to your parents say like, yeah, my daughter is doing this. My daughter is doing that. My daughter is goes to Limbridge. Your son is a drug dealer, bro. <laughs> oh. The thing is, they can they'll only tell us the good parts yeah. of the children. Like, their children are not yeah. that perfect. But yet, parents will still compare you to their children. It's true. But yeah. This is a long time. But once we get rid of that, I feel as if like our generation, in terms of our kids, that like it's not uni isn't just going to be the only option that will offer yeah, to our children. Yeah, absolutely not. Like yeah. if we recognize certain things, like their strengths, then we're like, okay, let's work on that and see if there's another way, or if you have another interest or another plan. Then 100, mm. I'll support you. 1,000 percent. Because uni is actually not the only option. Like, it's good, but it's not the only option. Like, there's... No, I feel like it's, life without... it's to do with security. That's it is. Do... Yeah. It is. But even with uni, uni is not secure. Like, even after you get the degree... But it depends no what degree you're going I mean, to get it a job. It depends on yeah. what degree you do. Like, certain degrees, yeah, okay, you most no, but... likely find a job. But for other degrees, it's not 100%. Some yeah, people, as soon as uni ends... Don't you think that's why our parents push us into certain degrees, though? I oh, feel like our parents... Yeah. African parents yeah, push yeah, us. Yeah, if we're not doing something like engineering, law, medicine, they don't want to hear it. And, like, obviously, I know, we're sitting on a podcast here with medical, law, etc. type students. <laughs> but, but that's not the point. The point is... Yeah, this side, bro. The, the point is, we actually want to do these things. Like, this is not something that our parents have forced us into but what i'm saying is that usually that's what it seems like yeah. yeah we get pushed into and i feel like for a lot of individuals they don't get to pursue what they really want to because their parents are pushing them towards a certain career but like i know someone yeah he's told me that he wanted to do um psychology but his mom was saying, oh, mm. that's a girl subject. You can't do psychology. Huh? So his mom said you have to do economics. And now he's doing economics with psychology. But he doesn't like the economics, like, economics. And like, he just he likes his mom's not doing his job. And he's doing well in the psychology side, but not in the economic side. You just drop the economics, B. But Yeah. I'm telling you guys, if you're listening, yeah, don't do things just because your parents said it, because it's you that will regret it. At the end of the day, when you're in that accommodation room by yourself, it's Reminded. you that's going to be bawling your eyes out, not yeah, your parents. Exactly. It's really not your parents. So you better just do but what you want to do. But at the same time, it's, it's, it's really not that easy because it's their parents that are sponsoring them. Like, if their parents no, I get really that's, don't that's, want them to do something. That's true. That's true. That's true. Because, like, some of us like we have to rely on our parents' money to get us through uni. That's true. So, like, 
it's and like, your parents oh, might not want to support you. Psychology. Yeah, but they can't use that against you. You want me to be None of them will. Don't you be so You need to be homeless. Like, okay, if your parents aren't that. mad, they won't do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's actually a struggle. Is that been a long episode? I was about to end it here. Yeah. splitting this into two. So I'm gonna stop it. Um... Wait, are we not doing um Katoya's um side of the we have thing anymore? Let me have him. What should we do? I thought hers was celebrities and stuff. Oh no! I swear we just said the that celebrities. We, were we we said we're gonna split this into two. It's fine. I thought you we can that we can sp- yes. Education okay, what then. we'll do? We'll split it into two, and I'll edit part one. Um, uh, part one, and Aluchi will edit part two. So do you uh, want because to? Because this is one. Look how it's one hour and sixteen minutes. It's a, it's a long. long. That's why I let it go for this long. You no, yeah, yeah, now. yeah. Alici, Alici, yeah. you've got the right idea. It's fine. It's fine. Well, but not, I want to talk about Black is Oh yes, yes she same. does. <laughs> I even watched it yesterday, but you know, guys, yeah. Um, what's it called? You guys were hyping it up too much. I can't lie. I was expecting to see something more extravagant. Are you serious? Oh, are you joking? Let's stop, let's stop this episode and then we'll come right back to you. <laughs> I've, I've got smoke for you right now. Oh, you want to end it? Me? It's you that's hosting. No, but she's also what's it called? Who Did me? You? Okay. Yeah, you have the screen. Um. <laughs> <laughs> guys we've come to the end of this podcast episode we hope you've enjoyed it feel free to head over to our instagram page and connect with us ask us questions anything you want to hear just talk to us honestly we're not scary yeah. people <laughs> but yeah it's been your wow i almost ended with the receipts thing oh we need to stop doing that we are gonna get us cancelled Wow. <laughs> but yeah, this has been the Spice of Life podcast with Tara, Sarah May, Aluchi, and Bye. Christine. Bye. 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 Okay, how do I, I have to go over there to stop right. Damn. Guys, I almost ended with the, oh, we need to stop doing that. Why is it so easy to be ugh? Uh, <laughs> That's how receipts imprinted on my heart.